0: broadcasting from deep within angel stadium this is angler chronicles
1: good morning southern california from joshua tree at dutch harbor from the canadian wilderness to the amazon jungle buckle up because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on angler chronicles
2: angler chronicles is brought to you by turner's outdoorsman california's fishing hunting and shooting headquarters since 1971 van warmer resorts hotel palmas de cortez and hotel playa del sol fishing syndicate quality custom rods get syndicated carne de teresa providing quality handmade marinated meats owner hooks perfection in hooks lake elsinore the city of dream extreme and bite on fishing where your next catch is only a castaway good morning southern california and welcome this week's episode of angler chronicles on angels radio am 830 k l a a uh talking about the a when ron and i drove up this morning it was lit congratulations angels another good win all right let me uh say good morning to everybody my name is sergio be your host my co-host ron hobbs the director of the angler chronicles fishing schools good morning ron good morning (laughs) <laughs> Mr. <laughs> ben Sechrist from Accurate Fishing. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. The guru of freshwater himself, the man with the juice, the man with the stink. Oh, That'd be Tony Williams. Wow. With Bite on fishing. Good introduction.
3: Thank good you. Good morning. Good morning, Serge. Good morning, everyone.
2: I also have Mr. Andrew Mackie's on the re- on the phone. I don't know where you are, Andrew. Uh, good morning, guys. Andrew, where are you? I
4: am heading to a
2: lake to go chase some carp. All right, carp killer. All right, and, uh, of course, we have our dear friend Steve Carson, the director of the Fish University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Oh, man. Oh, man. What a week. What a week. Everything's biting. Everything. Okay, so um, there's been some really... Good notable catches, uh, Tony. I know your man there, Andrew's got some some info. You guys want to go ahead and start it up, Tony? <laughs> that would be <laughs> you, bud. Yeah,
3: I want to know where Andrew's fishing right now. What's going on, Andrew? Uh,
4: what's going on, guys? Uh, yeah, yesterday we did some uh, some carp control over there at Lake Elsinore. Um, that was cool. We uh, had a uh, Mr. Jonathan Skinner out there, you know, doing doing his part. Um, the carp are starting to spawn everywhere. That's the that's uh, that's the that's the thing going around in the lakes with this warmer weather. Uh, getting getting short sure of spawn, and uh, that's the best time to get as many carp out as possible.
2: <clears throat> okay. I, I did see you guys. It looked like you guys were playing uh, Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fishing. Come on. <laughs> it, it's
4: fishing. When you hit them, you get to reel them in. So, you know. The thing about carp is each carp can lay about 300,000 eggs uh, in the lake, and they get overpopulated, and they have no uh, natural predators once they get a certain size. Yeah. So they can definitely, you know, they, they definitely take over a lake. They are an invasive species. Um, I know I know Ben knows a lot about this. They, they affect the bass. No, they
5: do real bad.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they go right <laughs> to the nest. They eat all the eggs, and, yeah, it's, it's not good.
2: Right. So for all you guys that uh, catch carp, Okay, which uh, let Steve say something about the carp. Um, Take them out of the lake. Once you get them, take them out. Steve, tell us about carp.
6: Well, first of all, they are the world's most popular game fish by a mile. They're so far in first place, there is no second place. The only place in the world where they're not the most popular is the United States. Everywhere else, and yes, they do eat them. From, which is the next question. They, they taste like the water that you take them out of. So if you get them in the L.A. River, they're not going to be too good. Okay. Also, in defensive carp, everything that we fish for in California is invasive species. Largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, all the catfish, crappie, bluegill, uh, and every trout species, except for rainbow trout and golden trout, are all invasive. No. Um, also... The interesting thing is the whole concept of uh, of bow fishing for them comes from people that don't want to try too hard catching them on rod and reel because it's very doable. People uh, people just don't want to go through the trouble
2: of, of a different technique, so I have to stand up for carp a little bit no 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 yeah i mean it's just that's just the way that uh, we look at well oh, they're
3: bullfighters too they're great fighters i've caught a couple really nice carpet. i remember uh, you catching lake. a
2: brute with me we were trying yeah. to fish for bass yeah we were at irvine lake
3: and we irvine it's so probably about, about a fifteen twenty to 20 pounder
2: yeah that was, that was a lot of fun all right all right now andrew there was uh some notable catches this week in fact one's a pending world record right
4: Yep, uh, the pending world record, if you guys remember that, uh, that big brown trout with a big hook trout that was caught in uh, Jim Lake, uh, the lady that caught it, uh, you know, I saw a picture of it, contacted them, and uh, she had no idea that it, that they even had, you know, line class records for the IGFA, and I let her know, I, you know, I said, hey, you know, what'd you guys catch it on? She goes, well, we were trolling with six-pound test. I looked it up, and the record was only like six pounds. Her fish was uh, almost 12 so they, uh, you know, they, they got the they're doing the proper paperwork, you know, doing all that good stuff. And uh, the husband, uh, he's already contacted IGFA on Monday, you know, right first thing in the morning. And they go submit the paperwork. You got it by a mile. So they're they're pretty excited about that. And what's cool about that is they've been fishing, you know, the Sierras for forty years. Uh, they they met up there. I mean, they you know they uh, they ended up buying a house. And what she was saying is that both of them, you know, plus their family, they have never seen a trout that size, especially a brown trout. When that thing broke the surface, you know, her and her husband both looked at each other like, what in the heck is that thing? Man, I mean, that, it, that, that'll that be looks, a tough one to break. You on that fish is just phenomenal. Yeah.
5: They'll own that one
2: for a while, dude. That's going to be a tough one to break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, now, now we also had a another record, the red eared sunfish. Talk about that. Oh, oh yeah, that was a monster.
4: Yeah, that that uh, the red eared sunfish was caught out of Lake Havasu. Uh, the angler, um, he was actually there. I guess he was visiting because he was from Wisconsin. Uh, he was drop shotting a night crawler. Um, I've never heard of a, a live you know night crawler like that. I guess you know I guess uh, it's another technique that they use a lot out in. You uh, I'd rather just do it with plastic, but. I guess when he caught that fish, you know, he knew right away that thing was a giant. And uh, they went to go get it weighed, and, I mean, six, uh, six, po- six pounds, three ounces for a red ear. It beats the old record that was
2: five pounds, five pounds, 11 ounces. So that's, 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 that's going to that's be a hard one to beat, guy. too that's going to be a hard one to yeah. beat too all right well listen uh hang on there because i see i got a caller coming in so before tony you could actually talk about uh lake elsa oh, okay. you're going to be upstaged right now all right and uh let me go ahead and get uh jonathan oliver skinner okay <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah hey, good morning everybody. good morning everybody. how are you guys doing today so i just want to know one thing jonathan uh when you guys were shooting these carp like you're on horseback too are you guys wearing feathers <laughs> okay what's and the deal
4: ben, we're wearing chaps too, so yeah oh, you, chaps you guys
5: well. are very sporting very sporting might as well take
2: a gun next time well you know what they, they, they broke out in song they broke up broke out in song ymca, Y-M-C-A. I, that would be it <laughs> yeah. anyway good morning jonathan good morning everybody how you guys doing today? um it was great seeing uh, andrew and um and, uh, and Mr.
7: Kitchens and a couple other people up there go uh, fishing. We do have, uh, you know, people come to our lake uh, because this, the, the carp are spawning. Um, you know, I was talking to William yesterday, and he was out with um, with Budman yesterday, just you know, on the lake uh, cruising around. And they're saying that we're starting to get some. Uh, the lake's starting to get a little bit more active with crappie and, and the or sunfish. Uh, Will said he saw um, one about the size of his hand, and if he sees William's hand, I mean, that's not a small fish. Right. So um, we're, we're really excited um, about the, the, the derby's coming up. The, the kids' fishing derby is uh, June 5th. Um, we're really excited as well. As Riverside County, uh, their, their Parks and Recreational uh, District uh, Commission gave us a $1,000 towards the kids' fishing derby, so we're going to be able to get some extra uh, prizes for the for the kids, um, and we are still looking for volunteers. Um, if people are interested, um, I'll post my my email address, um, and they can sign up to us. And we'd really love to have uh, anglers come out. And of course, the uh, the June Extreme Fishing Derby, uh, June twenty sixth, and getting calls on that. So Williams uh, finalizing the, the the flyer with uh, with us, and also with the, the casino. On mm-hmm. um, the 26th, um, we're excited to get people back on the lake and then get them fishing out
2: there. So. Well, completely upstaged, uh, Tony. I told you, Tony. When Jonathan gets on. That's right. You don't get to say much. But, <laughs> yeah, I just want to point out a couple of things, guys. Uh, the 5th is coming around really quick. That's the June kids' 5th, event. June 5th, uh, Tony, how many volunteers do you need?
3: Well, every year there's more and more kids. I think last year we had over almost uh, 350 kids. This year's probably going to be about the same. So the whole shoreline is really um, they. First of all, they block it off for all the kids. They bring in a net and then they, you know, that makes the fishing a little bit more doable, accessible. accessible. And uh, we've had you know 300. We're going to have we're easily going to have some serious. Jonathan, how many kids? Is there a maximum or is it just to sign up? And where do they sign up?
7: Well, we'll be able to sign up online. Then we'll be able to go to www. lake and look up uh, <clears throat> We are going to be limiting fishing year. remember we have COVID, so we have certain protocols that need to follow. Um, the, the, the resident registration is going on now, and I think the the uh, non-resident registration will be starting up in a in a couple weeks. So. Um, we're probably going to be reducing the number um, to about 200 or so, um, but it, it, it'll be great. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we want to make sure, you know, if they're you know, 15 and under, they come for free. Um, I mean, fish for free, and we are stocking at least $8,000 worth of catfish just in that one area. And if you've been there before, I want to thank Tony and, and of course, Anger Chronicles for being in the past. Um, last couple of
8: years, it's been really
2: nice because the catfish have been really active. and Well, yeah, I mean, the, w- the way you block them, they're, they're ready, readily available for the kids to catch. The whole point is for the kids to catch their first fish. All right, everybody, hold on. I hear the music in the background. means we've got to pay some bills with some commercials. You know, that's just the way it is. So let's go uh, take a quick break on Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA. This is Anchor Chronicles. We'll be right back
9: boy sings a sad say it song every
10: rose has its yeah, it song
0: angels radio
1: AM 30. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949 496 5794 or on the web at danawarf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter
0: Angels Radio
8: AMA 30
2: Goody Goody Two Shoes By Anybody remember who this is? Tree Cats Negatives Anybody remember who this is? Straight Cats. Nope. Adamant. Adamant. Adamant Goody Two Shoes. You're and,
9: right, absolutely. You know, I got I some wrong. Goody
2: Two Shoes here. I got Andrew <laughs> Mack and I got uh, Tony Williams with Biden. on. Jonathan, they smell like. Uh, <clears throat> one smells like garlic and the other one like crimson.
8: <laughs> <laughs> and, you
2: can, and, you, and you can tell Crimson's. which one. The devil, dude. Oh, man. You can tell which one because the crimson's got uh, the. Sir flakes. Joe, that was pretty
9: good. Uh, okay,
2: all right. I was gonna say cajun, but crimson just sounded better. All right, let me uh, let me go back to Jonathan. So Jonathan, let me let me just go ahead and bring everything back together. We have the kids derby on uh, June fifth. We're looking for some volunteers i'm sure you'll post something up if not we were talking with tony we'll we'll do something too on this side tony about uh 10 20 that's that's plenty right
3: yeah and, and as a, as the next couple of weeks uh evolve and we get some more details on how many we're limited to we'll be able to come up with a better number really we just need some people to help uh tie some hooks and here's the bring wonderful Annette. thing
2: the more the merrier okay. absolutely so just just come on because you know
3: what's going to happen afterwards we're going oh, yeah. we're going to the barber Tomorrow. to get some oh yeah get, get some, some food get some
2: grub there um we'll we'll do the show and then we'll we'll head down to lake elsinore and we'll help you out there um i made the announcement over at socal anglers where they yep. had a meeting this week so um a couple of them said they were going to try to get a hold of you and at Taco tuesday and then we mentioned it at Taco Tuesday as well. All right, so that's, that's June 5th. It's Kids uh, Fish for Free uh, event. And you can get more information on the website, which is... One more time, Jonathan. www.leg-elsinore.org And in the search engine, put just for kids fishing derby. Yeah, or if not, if you got Facebook, go to Angler Chronicles. I posted a... Uh, a poster Look for the post, and it has all the, the links, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in the comments section. All right, so, uh, having said that, the big event is coming up on June 26th, and June that'll 26th. Be the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby.
3: This is the eighth year, ninth, ninth year, ninth annual Dream Extreme yeah. Fishing Derby.
2: Yeah, and uh, the reason we say derby is because it's uh, although there's a lot of um. It is competitive, but it's not. I mean, it's a competition, but it really isn't. It's a derby. We go out there to have some fun, you know. In the past, what's been the, the highlight? Believe it or not, it's not that everybody's going out fishing. It's the partying that happens afterwards. <laughs> Everybody just gets back together. And what's going to be really cool this year is uh, we get we we get to come together again. That's cool. But a lot of I'm. I'm you know, Taco Tuesday was standing room only. Yeah. SoCal Anglers was standing room only. People want to get out, want to see each other. There's a lot of people we haven't seen in a long time. And uh, we as a fishing community love to come together. So the 26th would be a great place. We, will, we are going to be doing the radio broadcast live from the, the bobber there. That was fun. Yeah. We've done that a couple of years, Ron. That's now,
3: good. this is different because this year is going to be a one-day event, right? Instead of two Instead days. Instead of the two-day. Okay,
2: because of COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that'll make it very interesting because, you know, here's the thing. We, we, we've had five categories in the past, but there's one category that we never were able to fill, and that was the wiper. Okay? Well, guess what? They put 50,000 wipers. Folks, this is not... Fifty thousand—that's that's Fifty thousand heads counted. of fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was there, and I—I I, I was saying forty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-eight. Forty-nine thousand. I counted each one. <laughs> you, yeah. You no, they got fifty thousand wipers in there now. Steve Carson, the wipers are unique because they grow fast. They
6: grow very fast. Uh, they grow about an inch a month in the lake. Um, and don't forget that. Uh, The minimum illegal length in the lake is 18 inches, so it seems pretty unlikely, depending on, on, you know, like you say, you didn't count every single one of them going in there, but most of them that that went in were between 5 and maybe 7 or 8 inches long, which means you're going to be out there catching probably a lot of them, and they like to bite. You find a group of them, they're gonna buy it, whatever it is you're using. Uh, you you might catch a few, but it's, it's pretty unlikely that any of them are gonna be legal size yet. We're gonna
2: be catching the key because there might be twelve.
6: Steve, Steve.
2: Uh, if you're lucky, fourteen inches long, you want to keep them. Okay, Steve, so, hold on a second, Steve. Andrew. Yep. Mute yourself. Because <laughs> you're driving, and we, we're picking up all that noise in you drive okay okay just put it on mute okay there you go go ahead steve now we can hear you so anyway you know, uh, i don't know how much
6: of that you caught but they're going to grow about an inch a month in the lake they grow fast uh they were about five to maybe seven or eight inches long when they were stocked uh and again just like you nobody counted them nobody checked every one of them so there might have been a bigger one or two or more than that in there in the stocking but Based on that, even with a fast growth rate, there's not going to be any of them that have reached the legal size of 18 inches. So you know a 12 or a 14 inch fish is going to be kept in the keep. but don't do it. the legal size is 18 inches. Uh, again, unless something really exceptional happened, like a bigger one was stocked and, and, and grew into legal size. Uh, none of them are going to be legal size this time. Let them grow a little bit more. It won't be long at all, and they're going to be not just 18 inches legal size. They're going to be, you know, three, four, five pounds. You know, this coming fall and winter, and next year they're going to be, you know, quite a few of them, five pounds and up. So wow. just be patient. Don't don't get ahead of yourself. Don't say. I didn't know what kind of fish it was.
2: Yeah, you'll know <laughs> uh, right away. All right, so be, we do hey, have hey, five. Sir, yes. uh-huh.
6: Hey,
2: just
7: real quick. I, we wanted to wait until we got a, uh, we got the uh, the good news, but uh, City Council, uh, you know how much they love our lake and mm-hmm. how much they, they love the wipers. Well, in talking to uh, Golden State Bait, they, they uh, still have their certification, and we just got approval for another 50000 uh, wipers, uh, fingerlings coming in. So they're going to be about two, three, no well, about two inches coming in. And we're going to be doing that hopefully before the end of June. So we are going to get the, the wipers back really strong over the next couple of years. So we're excited about that.
2: Yeah. One of the, one of the great things about, uh, the city of Lake Elsinore, they take a lot of interest in their lake. And I love it because the name of the city says Lake Elsinore. And that is the hub, that is the center of the city, and you guys are making a huge investment into the future. Um, so much stuff is being done with Launch Point, uh, with, with the. Um, I mean, it's just even the, the, the launch itself, the boat launch was amazing when they did it. And now with Launch Point around it, I mean, you've got yurts, you've got RV hookups. So Ron, how many hookups? You always knew how many hookups.
9: 207. Uh,
2: well, yeah, it, actually what we're doing is
7: um, Bo Davis, our general manager, <laughs> took a look at it. And, you know, we really wanted to have some custom sites. We're actually going to be um, uh, um, melding some sites together. So we're going to be a little less than 200, but a couple of them are going to be uh, what we're calling deluxe. And so... Um,
2: what we call uh, party kind of... time.
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we call them Sergio time.
2: Yeah, but, I love that. Um,
7: but but we're really excited about that. But if you don't mind, Sergio, I'll just give you a couple other things about the city because I'm gonna. Go ahead. My daughter and I do we'll go see mom uh, here. Um, so we're we're excited. We have a, a scholarship that we it's called the Carl Gray Scholarship. There was a, a gentleman that, that uh, lived in the city and, and, and passed away, you know, several years ago. But he left us a uh, million dollars for scholarships for kids. And so really excited working with a. Uh, the, with Council uh, Natasha Johnson and, and Steve Manos and some of our staff, and every year we're able to do um, four scholarships. We do three, four thousand dollar four year scholarships, and we do one uh, six thousand dollar four year scholarship uh, for ROTC. Look, unfortunately, this year we didn't have ROTC, so we're able to do four of the uh, of the uh, four thousand dollar scholarships. That's sixteen thousand dollars over four years for for students and so we're really excited that we're able to um meet this last week and and um, and award those students we'll be doing that this this month uh, and so we'll be doing that perpetually for the next 25 years thanks to this this donation by this person that really believes in education with the city uh one of the other things too is uh, nicole daly who's our assistant to the city manager has been doing some really great things with um, homeless efforts in in, uh, Lake Elsinore, creating a a location called The Anchor, which is a transitional housing for for the homeless to to get them off the street. Mm -hmm. She has received millions of dollars towards this and actually uh, built this uh, location called The Anchor that houses uh, 15 homeless transitional and it it gives them information and help getting off the street. And we've had some, 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 some success With that, and uh, you know, I just wanted to to mention some of these other efforts uh, to to make this a whole city, not just you know the fishing part, which is is huge, Mm -hmm. but you know the the, that other part. And then um, this Tuesday, we're really excited. Um, Baseball is back in Lake Elsinore. uh, Storm Baseball is having their first home opener at at the stadium, um, starting at at five o'clock. And they've changed. With COVID, they changed the way they've done things. And so it's a uh, touchless, basically, um, where you get your, your parking pass, you get your, your ticket to the game. But we're excited about baseball coming back to Lake
2: Elsinore. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, one of the things that uh, we have all fallen in love with is the fact that it is a, a total package. We mentioned the lake. Um, but, yeah, it is a whole city. I, I've been saying for years, I love going there because i got friends there, You got great restaurants. Um, I think it was, for many years, very understated, the city, but they've done so much, um, such an investment in the whole city. I mean, so much so that uh, Tony lives there now. Okay, so. I know that brings the property values a little bit down, but but you know it's <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, wow, that's tough. Yeah, I know that's tough.
3: If anything, we put some serious love into that place. You know they've got their own. Uh, they've got skateboard parks. They've got bike ramps. They've got uh, paintball, skydiving, well, they have a motocross. Dog
2: park. Um, I mean, they've done a lot of stuff around the lake itself. They got um, a carp archery round yeah they got the you get to play indians cops and indians you just yeah you bring your own i saw i saw from all
7: over coming coming to to, to bowfish it's, yeah. it's really exciting and it shows the different um types of activities you can do on the lake actually in july and august we have um the uh jet ski competition coming back and you know that was something that we were really wanting to come back, but with COVID, it really, really uh, put a damper on things, and now we're excited they're, they're bring their, uh, I think it's the, the Western Regionals back to Lake Elsinore, and then talking to, to William and, and, and Tony and, and, and the team, we're, we're looking at doing some competitions, as you mentioned, with the wiper, and as, as Steve mentioned, you know, by the time they grow, you know, it'll be like the fall, and so we're looking at some specialty type of sense like a, a wiper competition and a carp, you know... You, you step so gonna do, are you going to do
2: a bow fishing competition? We could, yeah. Can, done, can, uh, can, uh, I br- br- can I bring my Smith & Wesson 500? <laughs> 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 it's
4: a cannon <laughs> competition.
2: Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll invite everybody to go to Friends of Angler Chronicles on Facebook and you'll see Steve is posting some of the um uh, yurts. In fact, the one I think Steve just posted is the one that Ron likes to stay at. Rock that's the that rock, rock and, and roll. The rock and roll one, yeah. So really, really cool. Well, the bed is actually a stage, so that's kind of cool. All right, uh, Jonathan, give out the uh, website one more time.
7: It's www.lake-melstorn.org for Launch Point. It's www.launch-point dot com um, and you can always give us a call at uh, 951-674-3124 my extension is 266 I love talking to people about Launch, uh, launch Point, Lake Elsinore and, and, and everything happening in our part of the state
2: Excellent, thank you Jonathan we're going to go to another break folks and that was Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore Good things coming, and we'll be keeping everybody posted as, as we do some more. All right, we're going to go take a break. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA, Anger Chronicles. We shall be back. Filled with imperfect
8: thoughts to conversations I'm afraid that's all we've got You say you just don't see it He says it's perfect sense. Angels Radio.
9: AM 830. Ron,
2: these sunglasses are
9: nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns
2: Hey, Ben, you ever been to the Love Shack? Yep, with Ron several times. Ah, Ron took you. very good, very good. <laughs> Tony, we're not going. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And um, that was nice talking to Jonathan. There's a lot of stuff happening down in Lake Elsinore again in the month of June. One more time. The fifth is the kids' event and the 26th, right. the Dream Extreme.
3: The Dream Extreme. There
2: will be more information on the Dream Extreme. They're trying to set up the um, website now so yep. they can sign up. I don't know prices yet. I don't know anything. Just save the date for now. Save the date,
3: yep. Um, I've got a couple of questions on what type of fish there are to catch that are going to be at Lake Elsinore. So we have five main species that are going to be carp, wiper, catfish, bass, and crappie.
2: And all those are, are you know, biggest fish... Will win something,
3: yeah. So, okay? we'll have more a details five on that. Categories. But there's a lot of fish in there, so yeah. we should be good,
2: yeah. So, you can a lot of people used to concentrate just on the bass, and it would be a hard bass day. And then, I remember one time a kid came in with a little crappie, I mean, barely fit oh, in yeah, his it was hand, tiny, took home almost what 1500 bucks, yeah. And everybody was making was fun of out. him at first, and so then
3: they could, were high fiving him, and they made him feel good. And, Man, that was that was a cool day. The
2: easiest thing to catch there is probably a catfish in a carp. for probably, sure, yeah, those two, but it leaves the other three open and we got guys that come in just for bass they'll bring their bass boat po- you know they're they're bass oh, yeah. and lately i've seen them as the years went on towards they'll, bring, they'll bring bass but they also bring other species just in case yeah. be in the money okay. and by the
3: way we uh, we just stocked up williams bait and tackle with a ton of mac baits so those are the pre-cut mackerel doused in the Bite on Cajun catfish attractant, so get your get your bait there when you're there, and uh, it's going to be a good tournament this year. is finally coming back. I missed last year. I
2: think so. I think so. But you know, plus there's a lot more fish in the lake. I mean, um, they put in a lot of fish, a lot of activity, so that's good. All right, let me. Um, what I want to do this this show that we really haven't had a chance to do. I want to go full salt. Okay, right now I think everything. I was talking to Ron on the way here. I think everything's biting. Everything. It's going down. There's a
5: lot of stuff happening right now. I mean,
2: from uh, bass to tuna uh, and everything in between, yellowtail, rockfish, lingcot, uh, halibut, uh, sheephead. I mean, everything is biting. Everything is biting. So we'll. Uh, I want to take more of a look on that. Let me go back to Andrew real quick. Andrew, you got anything that uh, we didn't comment on, we didn't mention? Uh, yeah, the
4: um, – wait, what was that? I didn't hear it.
2: I said anything left in the freshwater realm.
4: Oh, just uh, it's your transi- transition right now with uh, a lot of the lakes are starting to stock uh, catfish now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, people are switching their tactics. Uh, definitely check out the, uh, the Vidon, uh, the Mac Bites. Uh, that's probably one of the, the number one thing that's catching them right now is same with the, uh, the Cajun shrimp that uh, Vidon comes out with. But, yeah, definitely
2: catfish time. But, yeah, let's get into salt. I want to I hear about, uh, about your story. Yeah, no, we, we, we yeah, we, uh, I'll say, you know, I got a feeling when, <laughs> when, uh, when Danny calls in at six o'clock, I'll mention it then because he was on the boat with me. So we'll talk All about right. that. But, uh, let, let, let's just jump in because, um, it's been salty. Ron, we have a trip leaving tomorrow night on the El Dorado, correct? We do. We have we had a last-minute cancellation yes,
9: because somebody got uh, guys COVID's still out there uh-huh. so uh, we had somebody kicked down with COVID, and
2: uh we have two spots so we only have two spots Ooh. uh you got all the got the info on that thing
9: yeah seven one four nine six nine nine seven five zero boat leaves at eight thirty. bring your own sleeping bag and blanket and everything else will be uh you know up to you what you decide to do uh, mm-hmm. meals are not included on this one and uh you know it's and right now it, we're leaving at a good time. Everything, like you said, is biting. So be prepared for everything.
2: Well, let me just say uh, the El Dorado got back yesterday from their overnight trip. Okay, now this is right. an actual day and a half, which will mean we'll have a full day. Okay. I don't know which island, but it'll be one of the islands around. It could be anywhere from Barbara, Nick. Uh, it could be Clementi. It could be anything. Um, it's 290 bucks for a day and a half. That's pretty damn good. It's limited load. We only take 20 okay well
9: let, let's clarify. well there's 20 but we have the instructors as well, well it's so. you and me this time right. all right so yeah call no. it 22. you're not going
2: no i'm not on this one unfortunately
9: and i gotta uh, work well then okay. we have three spots available
2: oh okay wow. perfect okay well, then we're going to give one of one of our spots away excellent so you got three spots you know get on it because it will fill up quick so leave a message right now i would say 714-969-9750 ron will give you a call back um, but anyway, he just got back, and I saw they had halibut, they had yellowtail, they had rockfish, they had whitefish, they had sheephead, they had lingcon, Big they had too. calico bass, and they had barracuda. I mean, that's serious. You're
5: taking quite a bit of, I'm just sitting there thinking, you're, you're saying, deep? We're going to go through and drift baits. I mean, you got like four different things that you're going to mm-hmm. need to be aware of to do to see if you can get all, your trifecta
2: or your 4 factor or whatever. Yeah, you know. I, I know. I don't know exactly what technique, but I, I would be tempted to say this time of year, a dropper loop for rockfish and the yellowtail go by, or are they fly lining? for the yellows or do they see a school I I don't know Uh, what what does that mean Clemeny's
5: like the fly line right now I was just there Wednesday and it was uh like fly line central okay so So a lot of guys were fly line and the weirdest thing with Clemente is that I got it when I got in there and pulled into like we were we were just north of White Rock and we were sitting up there there was no current so I was by the Thunderbird and the Thunderbirds were in was like sitting right on like instead of like being parallel to the beach was sitting right back there and the thing what was weird is i was just looking up and down the beach and i could see the yellows just blasting bait mm. so they had pushed all the bait up against and they were going on and marklin was there and he was doing fairly decent but i'd heard it wasn't as good as it what it was and then i heard the next day it went from like he had like 20 some odd fish to well, like maybe like seven. you said there
2: was no current and, and then no they got, current they got current the next but day the,
5: but around the around the other side of the island it was full speed current and lots of lots of good fishing for bass very cool very cool all
2: right so but what, what would i tell you okay uh about this weekend ron we will provide the hooks correct ron But <laughs> i said <laughs> <laughs> caught him no, He's sleeping right there okay so we will provide all the hooks that people need yes we do but, but you need to bring some peripheral You need to tackle. bring
9: weight. You need to bring all the stuff that uh, other than hooks, uh, yeah. your line, so, everything else.
2: So I would recommend the following. Bring torpedo weights, I would say, anywhere from 4-ounce, if you got them, all the way to 16. Okay, bring some, some 10, 12s, and 16s, depending how deep we go and the current. Okay, uh, If we do a drift, it's easier to have heavier weight to stick to bottom. So that's important. Okay? That would probably be a two-hook ganyon and or if you're crazy like me, only one hook, reverse dropper loop. I'm always looking for that cod. so at that point I would put a, you know either a sardine if there's a small mackerel in there I'll do that as well, um, and and off. If um, let's see what else I'd probably bring a couple of surface irons. Okay, I'd probably I'd like any any color actually as long as it's mint right okay so as long as it's mint you can bring any color you want and then I would probably bring maybe 6x jr something about six ounces you can go down and hit the bottom or a little bit more flat falls work well the only thing with flat falls guys or any jig that you drop to the bottom as soon as you top touch the bottom you got to give it a couple of cranks up if not you're gonna get stuck on the rocks and it makes for a very expensive cast. It's almost like when you cast and you pop off a surface iron. We've all done that. It goes, $10 cast. All right, um, hookup baits are always good too, the, the big ones. Okay, he's got some XLs, I think they call them. Uh, they're six to eight ounce, those are good too. And that's about it. Uh, let me just give you a little bit of etiquette if you're coming with us. Okay, we're only gonna have 20 people, that, that's what we want. Okay, a lot of times Ryan and I don't even fish. We just take, we take two spots, but we don't fish all, all day long. Um, we're just trying to take care of you, okay? So here's the, here's the thing that I would say. If we drift, there is one, one spot or one side of the boat. Wind in your face, happy place. Wind in your back is an empty sack. If you're going to throw an iron, if you're going to throw... Uh, some type of a jig please use the bow okay that's the one time I guess you could cast the opposite uh, with a wind in your face um, but if you use bait and let's all use the same weight that's also important so we have the same angles, no angles, no tangles because in 300 feet or more it really is a bummer when you get all tangled up, it's ugly really really ugly all right, so that's what I tell Uh Ron, one more time for those three spots.
9: 714-969-9750. And just get in there because, you know what, I have a good feeling about this trip. You know, the wind's supposed to be died down. And, uh, yeah, it, I, it, looked, it looked icy. I, it looked really the, good. It looked icy
2: at first. Last but, week, and then by Thursday, yeah. it died down. It's going to be good. So uh, I look forward to this one. I'm ready to go yeah it's time it's time you know we we get to sport our new bags oh yeah we got some new tackle bags we got some uh, gucci bags yeah 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 ben they're when,
5: probably actually gucci bags too that you guys bought up in hollywood when you guys were walking down the strip right no, no, that, that's you <laughs> that's that's you
2: too i have nothing to do with that hey uh carson um well, you could do a slow pitch jig on this on this stuff right
6: yeah, at least on the, on the rockfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few people have done okay on, uh, on, on uh, white sea bass and some of the other more exotics on slow pitch. But for rockfish and lingcod, it's, uh, it's pretty killer.
2: All right. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right. So that's, uh, that's the trip. So it's really, really cool. So I'm just, it's that time of the year when everything is heating up and it's heating up pretty good. Uh, I fished local this week. It was very good. Um, The El Dorado is doing exceptionally well. Um, I can tell you that the local three-quarter boats are doing very well as well. well. That's a lot of wells, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rockfish, sculpin, bass has been the recipe off the coast and then some other stuff so we'll talk about that as well okay so um you ready ben i'm, I'm gonna go to tuna next so whatever you got it ron um, you ready
9: i am ready I'm and don't forget up. guys they got pacific islander up at cisco's uh, oh
2: that's the following week uh, uh, white at, sea
9: bass now well, they're are, biting right they're now biting right now so get up there and uh, let's oh, do it next man, week
2: man, let's talk about you before the tuna we'll talk to white sea bass it was limit fishing up in the Ventura-Oxnard area. All right, is Angels Radio, AM830-KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back.
8: Angels Radio, AM830.
11: Hi everybody, this
0: is award-winning
11: television producer and outdoor videographer Danny Jackson. Looking for the very best in sport fishing action, information, and education? Then your best bet is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Fox Sports West in stunning high definition. Each week, Sergio and the Angler Chronicles crew take you on an entertaining and educational fishing expedition to both salt and freshwater venues from Baja, California to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Don't miss Angler Chronicles Television, 9:30 Sunday mornings and and 3 p.m. Tuesdays on Fox Sports West. Visit AnglerChronicles.com for details.
0: it's time for you to grow like the pros. At Pond Culture, we custom build hydroponic gardens for families of all sizes. Grow all kinds of organic fruit and vegetables faster than ever. Feed your family the healthiest and freshest produce possible. Our gardens save water. That's right, save water. No more dirt needed. Add your favorite plants and fertilize once a week for amazing results. To see more, visit our website, pondculture.com. That's pondculture.com. Or call 949 201 9301. Angels Radio. AM
8: 830.
2: I know many of you don't uh, realize, but this song right here, Ron, I think you remember. Remember the video? I actually do. With the lead singer, Ben Seacrest. He had that funky hair. Remember that funky hair? <laughs> ben loved this stuff. I uh, long blonde hair then. Yeah, Ben went totally um, uh, disco, then he liked the, the, this kind yeah. of music. I don't think so. <laughs> you were in the moss pit, dude,
5: <laughs> weren't you? Mosh, mosh pit. Whatever. <laughs> you look more like a moss pit. A
2: mosh pit.
9: <laughs> that's what's up, what what's up Carson? A question, There's a
6: throwaway line in the movie Pulp Fiction uh, just before a guy gets shot, a guy with a funky hairdo, and he says, hey, flock of seagulls, uh, B- just before he shoots him.
2: Boom, so yeah, I remember that.
6: <laughs> in reference to this exact video. So just a throwaway line, but I thought it was flat.
2: Yeah, well, you know, what we try to do is like, uh, you know, I try to go back to the, the, the eras that we have, but then you got some of the new kids, okay? New kid on the block, you know, remember that, that was also a band. Andrew was uh, one of them. Andrew sang with them. Andrew's probably gone. He Ooh. was in, he was in an all-boy band. <laughs> Andrew is not even in diapers, though, I don't think. No, no, See, I Andrew told got... you, he just
9: said, it's before my time. Remember, so, yeah. boys, Ooh. I was born in 86, so. You were born in 86, that was the year
2: I got married. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, was, I, was, two, I was
9: 14 years out of high school Yeah, wow oh wow yeah.
5: you were really? <laughs> yes I was I graduated from high school in 78 so I was
2: 8 same year as me yeah
9: I graduated in 71
2: yeah. wow yeah but anyway we just dated ourselves. I don't want to ask Carson what year did you graduate high school? Uh, 71 71 okay so you you said with,
9: well him and I are close I mean we're what like
2: year, was you, you, what year were you? run 71. 71. See, okay, i didn't hear it i'm sorry <laughs> okay i'm sorry so 271s and 278s yeah okay and then andrew mac in 2001. He no, 86 born. he said <laughs> no he was born in 86. Dude. oh he was born in 86 yep. so yeah he was i mean he...
9: it's funny talking to andrew when he go what who's that yeah or he just uh, sits yeah. there blankly going they were so really Andy doesn't know what an albacore is. <laughs> no, he doesn't he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't know what an
2: albacore is. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know they're good at the sushi restaurant. That's about it.
5: Well, you can <laughs> feel the boat with them when they're biting, but, man, it's tough. That No one's <laughs> seen let, them. Let
2: me tell you, for all this stuff that we you know we're old, and I always say there's some things that we've done that can't be done again. Okay? The, the years of the multi-bass runs. The, 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 think of the sand bass. I mean, they would come over where you could have 10 fish at 12 inches, sack after sack after sack. I mean, we really put a lot, we filled a lot of sacks back yeah. then. Can't do it anymore. Same thing with barracuda. You had ten. I mean, I have been on a boat where you had a, a limited bass and limited barracuda, and usually you had a, a halibut or two uh, to boot, sometimes a white sea bass, because when you would fish for the barracuda, they would chum in some areas, and the, the, the white sea bass would just come in. And usually those were big boys, big boys. They just come in and hover. But anyway, talking about white sea bass, Ron, you mentioned it. We've got a trip on the Pacific Islander, not this week, the following week, okay? It's also a day and a half. And it's limit-style white sea bass and halibut fishing, okay, up there. So uh, any details on that one, Ron? Uh, No. You caught me off guard again. I'm
9: looking up some stuff here for uh, us, so I apologize. I will get the information right now.
2: Okay, so I I do. I think we leave on Tuesday, fish Uh, Wednesday, return Thursday. It's a day and a half. Uh, That one, I think you got to contact.
9: They got to contact Cisco's up there, and uh, I have that
2: information coming up. Okay, perfect. And uh, for that, pretty much the same stuff we use. We we have
9: it on May 19th. It departs at, uh, believe it or not, I believe now it's it's 9 o'clock. I've got to change the time in there. Um, It's a day and a half, and you call 805-382-1612. Okay,
2: and I'll put a little poster together.
9: And And that will be – Rick actually told me that uh, he wanted to target white sea bass if that was the case, and then we'll go out and look for everything else. Because the way it's been, they're going to limit out within an hour.
2: That's see that that's the key yeah, right there. Yeah. The limits are really quick, real, real quick. But that's white sea bass fishing. You right. get a bunch and then they go away and then they come back and they go away. Yeah, perfect. All right, so great fishing up in uh, northern California. No, not I think North, northern, LA County I would say. So Ventura, Oxnard, that's happening. Here in Long Beach, it's happening. And you, well, you went to Clemente. So yeah. That's good yellowtail fishing. So let's move further. Good, yeah. So, what? Yeah. Real quick, I gotta I gotta get going here. Uh, but it was great talking to you guys. I will call in next week. All right, let me know what's in the quiver. All right, we'll do. All right, talk to you guys later. See you later, Robin Bye. Hood. <laughs> now nah, he's gonna yeah. Hey, it's good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so um what I want to talk about, and Steve, uh, you're a big fan of the American Angler. You used to do a couple of trips on that boat. Uh, the American Angler, the San Diego, the Liberty, the Tribute, the Pacific, uh, uh, which are some of the other ones are out there. They're all getting fish, okay? And it's getting better and better and better. Uh, Patterns, I see. Something showed up and they're putting it on the count, a lot of bonita. So what does that tell you? Surface fishing. All right, so they may be, they must be coming on some uh, patties for the yellows. Um, what info have you found on the tuna? Benita is all over Clemente. Yep, but these these guys aren't fishing. They're they're bringing in. Um, in fact, yesterday the San Diego is gonna. I think he got. Let me see, thirty or so uh, bluefin, and and some Benita. Okay, so it, it's 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 an interesting. I, the reason I'm asking you not because the bonita is that important, but that kind of oh, gives no, you an it's idea just, where I'm
5: just I don't I haven't seen bonita in years and then all of a sudden if you if you're targeting yellows at the island, I would say that you're going to catch you might get one or two yellow bites, but you're going to catch 20 or 30 freaking bonita in the time that you're doing it. Well, the, here
2: here's an actual count. 30 bluefin and 75 bonita. Okay. Now, could they be micro bonita? Sure, yeah. but they're bonita. I don't. We don't know the size. Yeah. Okay, there has. been. Yeah.
6: The, the San Diego and the Liberty specifically, who both who both have been catching some bonita. They're fishing much closer in than than the rest of the tuna fleet. Their their maximum range of those two boats is about forty five miles, and if you're going to have any kind of a fishing day, it's more like thirty five miles. So that's kind of where they are. They've been looking at bluefin for a while and not not really catching any. But just the last couple of days, they started catching bluefin. They've been catching bonita and yellowtail, uh, you know, in that inner area. But the, the overnight and the day-and-a-half boats are are fishing quite a bit further out. That's why you're probably not seeing many bonita on those boats. Well, ones. that's
2: why the San Diego is a full-day boat, you know, 5 to 5. and right. 30 bluefin yesterday 40 to 60 pound fish and that's that's pretty cool on a on a quote-unquote local boat yeah that's what i'm saying so um that's really good the tribute also got up i think the trip is it the tribute is a day and a half
6: overnight tributes running overnight or day and a half i'm not sure what they ran yesterday but they got 20 they got
2: 27 yellow i mean 27 bluefin and 14 yellows uh but but every day is a little different but the potential for limits is there and it's 30 to 40 pound fish one of the things i keep hearing i don't know if you guys know more a lot of these fish are at night okay it's they're in the dark okay some of these overnights and it's like okay i'm missing that bite because i sleep (laughs) i don't like to get up ron stays up he'll stay up and do it what if somebody
6: comes down into the bunk room and like shakes you real hard, or they drop a sardine on your pillow. What happens then?
2: I just turn Death. around and keep going. He
9: rolls over. I roll over. Lo- punch.
2: I roll over and just go back to sleep. But when is sleep is sacred for me now, okay. So I'm gonna put yeah. some
3: sardines in your shoes next time, Serge.
2: I don't. You know me. I don't wear you know, sandals. So, yeah. So it <laughs> ain't gonna happen. At least I'll see it. No, but uh, the, the fishing's been pretty good. It's been all kinds. Okay. Been flat fall fishing. It's been the um, Inline sinker, um, it's been fly line, um, it's been everything. So let me go to Ben because you've got some some friends in that area, some commercial guys too. What what do you hear? Well, what what do you uh, obviously there's there's fish there, but give us some low down info that nobody knows.
5: It's just a, it's the same old stuff, search. I mean the guys are these guys are fishing mackerel, catching the bigger fish in the mackerel right but the one thing that the one thing that you have to watch yourself is we talk about every single year do not start with really really small fluorocarbon that's the one thing i've been listening to is guys are fishing 25 or 30 on those things and a lot of guys are catching them you know circle hooks but there's a little those guys are using j hooks and they're they're you know going through a 30 40 minute battle with these things and then losing the fish because they're not fishing um having a floral if they're biting at night start with 50. you know if they're not going to eat the 50 you'll figure it out real quick but you know the other thing is at night pretty much think about it i remember with ron last year fishing we start way up and and we land the fish but then uh, you got the guys beside you he goes well i'm fishing 25 i'm like why so the other thing is it's still smaller hooks remember how last year we fished the smaller hook fish the smaller hook make sure that you're on that and the key to a lot of the stuff is In the last couple years of fishing with you guys you guys have a couple guys on the boat that are you know mike blue is amazing to fish with Mm -hmm. okay mike blue taught me a lot of stuff and that's one thing i want to put out is if you if you listen you will find out some stuff the way he was hooking some of those belly hooking the baits it wasn't it wasn't san francisco style that's the way ron likes to do it um it was more like a belly a belly style hook and when we were fishing on the stern of the boat belly hook those fish how many tunas did we catch and big tunas uh, too
9: well you know it, it's a great point um sergio knows that i always belly hook and mike taught me that uh, oh my gosh this is a long long time ago. yeah but and... you know
5: the weirdest thing about the belly hook though ron is most people when you say belly hook it's more towards their
9: anus right? right i'm being
5: honest right no between I'm the anus and the and the vents the ventral fins there that's what i'm talking about that's hooking.
9: what I, I always call it butt hooking and so then that's, but that's
5: not that's a
2: butt it's it's closer to the belly. yeah it is way up. it's way up right. towards the
5: belly the other thing is surge when <laughs> you hook those fish remember when you hooked them a little deep you kill them but if you just barely hook their belly right. and let them in the
2: water that was it
5: it was it we were yeah.
2: bit every time Yep. yeah oh you know what we should talk about different ways to hook a sortie of that's important yeah. depending how you want to fish all right we're gonna take a short break we'll be right back angels radio ama 30 L A A. Happy birthday to you. Let's create for you.
0: I want to get back to being in my community group.
1: I want to continue having a soccer season so I can throw parties again. <laughs> so I can go to her parties. <laughs>
10: it would really be nice to dine in instead of getting delivery for a change. So I can feel safe and protected for myself and my students.
9: We each have our own reason for why we're getting vaccinated against COVID-19. What will yours be? Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for information on the COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Hi, this is Trent Rush, and Angels baseball is less than 12 hours away on Angels
1: Radio AM 830. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
2: Welcome back everybody on Angels Radio AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And we all know when you hear this uh, music, it means uh, it's an intro for the sheriff, but I got a new name for him. It's gonna be Danny Jackson. Ooh, nice. One more time. Danny Jackson, and the reason, well, there's a reason for this. The reason is that he brought out a reel that we played with, actually he played with, okay, uh, on the center console this week. He got he got his uh, electric reel. And, uh, and, it, so, and you should have seen him, he was sweating so hard, catching fish, oh my God. Betty, without further ado, the sheriff, That man. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir.
11: Well, good morning, Sergio. And, uh, good you, knew morning, I was, you knew I was going to do this. I, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I, I've, I've got a retort to that here in just a moment, but I, it's always fun. Anyway, uh, I want, certainly want to say good morning to Steve Carson, our good buddy. Ron Hobbs, good Tony, morning, Andrew.
2: And-, and, and I'm sorry, Well, who was that? That was Steve saying good morning.
11: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, Tony, Andrew, Ben Seacrest is back. Welcome back, Ben. Thank you. Good to, to hear you back in there. No, um, the, um, yeah, well, you know, we're going to get to this in a second. You know, you, you and I and, and William Johnson, Sergio, sur- last Tuesday were uh, filming and, and f- fishing and filming. We're making a new episode for uh, Freedom Boat Club. I'm glad I had my big camera with me because, uh, well, again, we'll get to that in a second. The electric wheel, okay, yeah, it's the uh, the new TANICOM. I got it because I want to start fishing a lot deeper water, which we did on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Three to
2: over. No, Toronto, no, probably. no, 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 no. I didn't take you anywhere, but well, we, we fished it, but the, the fish were an under the, 286 was the deepest we got.
11: Yeah, okay, well, that, that's true. But even at, uh, 300 feet. That's pretty close. To, I mm-hmm. I love the new electric reel. Anyway. Um, so do I.
2: So, yeah. It's, I'm gonna it's, stop it's by so your cool. house and pick it up.
11: <laughs> well, you can use it any time. There's a, you know, the rental fees pretty cheap these days. So uh, I like it. Anytime, so do Anyways, uh, filming uh, William and we were catching Reds and a variety of uh, rockfish and uh, I guess you said 286 or something like that. And then the, all of a sudden, Andrew, uh, Andrew, uh, William catches, uh, hooks up uh, this big fish. And what was so cool was that this fish had him rocked at least twice, maybe three times. And he, and he worked the fish out of somehow. You know, and, the, and of course, we all know it was a link cod. And, and link cods, you know, you, you've got to get them off the bottom. They'll run in a hide. They're worse than a yellowtail to do that. But, but do you um,
2: remember what we did you you were filming I don't, I don't think you realized but i started doing donuts in other words he got stuck ben ben Benugget, yeah, oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. a boat ben's a boater so, you know, so he got stuck okay he, he had the fish and he was it was bringing it up the fish made a run and he just get him in the rock and i go it, it, we, you and i both could tell he had a big fish and i said dude you just hold on and I go, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go start going around and just doing donuts around the spot where he was. And then finally, boom, it just came undone. And um, did, you know, I checked his line. It wasn't very frayed. So wow. I, I, he got lucky on that and uh, well, the, the rest is history. And the rest will be readily available once the episode comes out, huh? Oh yeah, you
11: know, I've reviewed all the video and it's, it's just, uh, it's spot on. It's it's really good. And Sergio, you did a fabulous gaff job. I, gotta, I don't like to plug you too much, Sergio, because uh, you might take advantage of that. But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you did a fabulous gaff job uh, up and over the side, and we got some good, good uh, video of it. And of course, the photograph you page, you posted on Facebook. You know, the fish was uh, undoubtedly the biggest lean cod, local, local lean cod I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of local lincot by years of fishing. I mean, it, it was pushing 30 pounds. I'm sure it was
2: uh, uh, 29. Weight at the dock. Uh, 29. And okay. change, and know. by that time, you know, it had lost some water, but yeah, I was easily 30. Oh yeah. Well, then
11: it was a good 30 pounder. So that was uh, that was just insane uh, to get uh, a fish like that. You know, we were on the AC sled to Freedom Boat Club, and and. Uh, I was just glad to get it because it'll be uh you know one of the hero one of several hero hero fish in our in our new episode for freedom so I'm uh, just glad to be a part of it Sergio
2: oh, so, we had, you know we had a good time we tried some new area I normally don't fish that deep and you know we wanted to, I wanted to see that real of years work and it was fun um yeah, I can't believe the sweat though that you got from work so check this yeah, out. Boy. you guys so you know he's on the bow now, Danny's a tall guy. he's on the bow. He's sitting on one side of the boat with his feet on the other side of the boat, crossed like mine, okay, and he's got this reel and he drops it from there, brings it up from there. I go man and then and then William and I are like three hundred feet, three hundred feet because you mean you gotta check your baits and stuff, and it was like, uh, right, you convinced me. For rockfish, that's got to be the way to go, okay. And uh, the other thing I like that if you unplug it, you can use it as a regular reel. So oh, in the it's, worst it's, scenario, it's, it's, and it weighs yeah. nothing. It weighs nothing. It's super, super. Oh light. yeah, yeah.
11: Well, you know, uh, it's it's balanced with that um, uh, fishing syndicate rod, and and uh, of course Oliver uh, set that all up there for me. You know, they took the reel in and he matched it with a perfect rod and it's it's very well balanced yeah and i'm just sitting back there kicking back and and you've got a little lever there a small lever that uh, you know you come up at any speed if you're just checking your bait you can come up as fast as you want you can be up 300 feet in seconds yeah but uh yeah and and we were fishing i was fishing uh 16 ounces of lead i guess you guys pretty close to
2: the same I don't know no basically. I didn't even I, no heck no I do as light as I can get away with I don't want to bring up the weight see that's yeah. the thing and you know I've made a lot of fun out of you yeah, that day because like I, I was like he. it was crazy you know we're coming up and I, I hate the, the depth and mm-hmm. uh and then all of a sudden he just presses a button and this man. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it, we it, had a, a a good day on the water, Jackson. Really, really good day on the water. And what we're going to do is I'm going to start coming by and picking up a, a camera. And then every time we go out, put some film. Cause this a, the fishing is phenomenal, and and the AC yeah, sled we've well, been very, very lucky. Okay, so um, it's really Yeah, I've good. got a little Sony for you that you, you've used it many times, mm-hmm. and you need, to, you need to have that with you
11: all the time just in case. That's t- I've got to say, yeah. go, go ahead. Well, I've got to say, you know, before we get to our tomorrow's episode, uh, I have to say this because, you know, for baseball and all the baseball fans, there's plenty of them listening to our show. You know, it's been withdrawal for me, especially with Nolan, my grandson, and. And uh, yesterday, finally, I haven't seen Nolan for over a year. No. And we got to watch him play ball yesterday afternoon, Kathy and I, uh, with his folks at Sunny Hills High School. And, boy, I, what a difference a year makes. I mean, he's he's bigger, he's taller, his voice has changed. <laughs> and uh, you know, he had a great game. He's a catcher. And uh, it just, it's just good
2: to see baseball again um uh, Sergio, it's just it's a wonderful. Thing. Uh, you, you, you shared a photo with us. I can't believe how big he's gotten. You know. So. Oh yeah, yeah. He's and he just he gets bigger and he gets better. And uh, anyway, that was
11: a lot of fun. I and as far as next week goes, I'm I'm not going really fishing next week. I do have the Duffy taking some prints out on a Duffy just for the goof off on Thursday. But let's get to to uh, tomorrow's episode, uh, Sergio. Let's do uh, that. We're go- we are going to go north. Okay, north into British Columbia, Canada. We're going to go back to the Queen Charlotte Islands and uh, uh, Queen Charlotte safaris, and uh, it, it's, this is a couples trip. We call it Love of the Charlottes, and uh, you and your beautiful wife, Rhonda, of course, and uh, uh, Chad and JoJo from Hookup Bait. Uh, so it's just great fishing. Uh, you know, there of course, uh, BC and uh, the uh, Charlottes. There are Heidegwai, they call it now, uh, known for the king salmon, of course. It's the king salmon capital of the world, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys, of course, you go after the bottom fish, and you, you did get huge lean cod, of course, uh, Pacific halibut, giant vermilion rockfish. Oh, my gosh, the the vermilions. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I, I love the reds. I love to catch them here, but... The fish, the, the fish there were ten times as big as the reds that I caught. I guess on uh, uh, on Tuesday, but but anyway, it's it's great fishing. You, 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 we put in there a uh, uh, little caption: Couples, you say this: Couples who fish together stay together. And I was like that one. Award-winning cinematography again by John Simpson. That's that's worth worth the price of admission right there. Worth taking, majestic, beautiful. High to and a lot of you know humpback whales, orcas, black bear, bald eagles, deer, sea lions. Um, it's a great episode. It will air at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. One last look at the Big K Guest Ranch, River of Dreams with Brand, Uh That's in Southwest Oregon. And then at eight thirty, love at the Charlotte's from the Queen Charlotte Safaris and
7: beautiful. British
2: Columbia, Sergio. Yeah, unbelievable trip. Uh, Can't wait to do it again. And, uh, yeah, it's um, unbelievable. The the only only negative thing about that trip is everybody got a Grand Slam except me. Oh. Well, you know, (laughs) I I, I was hooking and handing at the beginning with Rhonda. Here's the thing. If you're going to take your girl out and she's not that, you know, familiar, that was the beginning of her fishing. You gotta put in the time. You gotta be patient. You gotta make sure they get a, they catch a fish, and that was everything to me. And then, um, you know, you'll see the excitement in her face when we got into the uh, the one thing I didn't catch. I don't I don't think I caught a salmon. I gave them all to her to to bring in. So, it's all good. It's all good, Jackson. Yeah, it's, it's a great episode. Um, the one thing. I, let me just say the one thing you guys are going to see is that I got rid of the uh, knuckle buster uh, rod and reel setup that they had and what I took was my bass rod the 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 fishing syndicate bass rod with the um, accurate 300 okay and used that for the troll and um, it paid off it paid off and you'll see Rhonda actually bring it up that's the blue rod you'll see her bringing it up Okay, Jack right. Jack and okay. that that zzz man you guys have <laughs> that's going to be your name now. I like this man.
11: Okay, well, you know, that's fine. I'm going to use that reel a lot. But only on the days we're going to be fishing in the deeper water, you know. I, but uh, it helps me, you know, I got a No, no, listen. Issues. It is,
2: it is just an amazing setup. It is yeah, just it, it is. Why? if if it's available, why wouldn't you? Okay. So Yeah, and, and like you say,
11: you can just um, you can unplug it from the battery, and it, it's just it's just a, a good size, a perfect size baitcaster. It's about, it's about the size of a. Track.
2: For people, it's about the size of a Tranks 500 to give everybody an idea. So it's fantastic. Okay, there you go. There All you right, know, Jackson. Sure. Have a good okay. one. I can hear the music, and we'll talk to you later, bro. Okay. Th- thanks, and have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you. That's Danny Jackson. Was that the music in the background? Sure was. Oh, turn it up. Turn. It. Oh, yeah. yeah. Life goes, Life goes on. on. Anyway, so does time. This is Angels Radio, <laughs> AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angel Chronicles, Rebecca.
8: Oh, yeah. Life
0: goes on.
9: Long after the thrill of living is gone, the walk on.
0: Angels Radio.
6: AM 830. Hey, Chris from CCA here. AB 3030 was a big test in 2020, and we all worked together to help defeat it. But the 30 by 30 goal to conserve and protect 30% of our oceans is here to stay. Conservation is what we're all about, but blanketed fishing closures with a lack of scientific evidence is not the answer. If you're not a member of CCA, join us in the fight by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year, and is one of the best ways to help
2: us while you go fishing.
10: Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Our cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details.
0: Angels Radio,
8: AM 830.
2: Do you know this one? Come on, come on, sing it, sing it. You was never second best I remember this stuff this is this is what uh, late 80s early 90s easily around there right yeah. good
3: stuff uh, good stuff the good old days. There was a
2: song there was a movie uh, that had this as a theme song anyway um, Angels radio AMA 30 KLAA, and Chronicles yeah that kind of thing but um, I gotta go to my, my buddy Steve here I got Steve from Long Beach sport fishing. Okay, birth 55, that's where we're going to be tomorrow night, so we're going to celebrate Mother's Day, and then uh, we're going to head out and do some fishing on the El Dorado. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? Good. I'm sorry I took your thunder on the on the El Dorado, but damn, that was good fishing. Yeah, you took my thunder, Sergio. That's all right, though. Some guys might be tuning in late, so
6: uh, I'll just go ahead and give them the rundown. Um El Dorado—it's been—it's been as consistent as it can get. You know, they're getting handfuls of yellowtail every trip, a uh, couple big halibut here and there, and going outside and loading up the sacks with the big rockfish and bed. It's been really good. And uh, this this trip that you mentioned on Saturday—they fished San Nick on this this last trip, and those yellows have been a gray light bite, guys. So it's been a it's been a dropper loop Baja style type fishing deal.
2: Um, so Sergio. Don't I'm gonna miss in him. Trip. I'm, I'll be sleeping. Okay. Well, the accommodations are that good. Here, here's the thing. I mean, you know, we I, we joke about sleep because it's it's comfortable, you know, and that that's important. Okay. So um, yeah, I rest. I'll let Ron, I'll, Ron. You can handle it. It's just you and me on that boat. Oh so really? Like, yeah, but Ron, Ron likes to get up early and get those fish. I'm like, okay, if they, if they, if they, you know what? I'll just concentrate on the lingcod and the halibut. How's that? That work, Steve? Oh yeah, that. I'm, I'm sorry, I thought you were talking to talking to Ron there. Yeah, you, you can do whatever you want, Sergio. It's your trip, buddy. I love it. I love it. No, but we're we're gonna go and uh, have some fun. We've had plenty of trips, uh, Ron, that we go over there with uh, Captain Jeff, and he always puts us on. Ron, well, look, you uh, you got to talk to him quite a bit, Ben. Last time, you guys were throwing jigs left and right for the yellows
5: yeah no he's a excellent fisherman i like i like skippers that are definitely on the deck with the you know slinging so that that brings another thing to me is i just got something about the fireman's fish off again which mm-hmm. is on the eldorado i think and yes. another one so i mean that's another good cause but it's another way to get out there on the eldo and fish with
2: him if you want to yeah, well, the elder, well, the fishermen, you can't. Uh, the firemen, you can't, because that's, uh, that's uh, a close dog. That's for the firemen. It's straight so, down? Yeah, straight firemen, and what they do is we raise money for the Grossman Burn Center. Okay, so that's that one. That's on the El Dorado and the Toro, right? Right. Okay, so we, we leave together. We'll have two. Uh, Ron will be leading one team. I'll be on the other boat leading the other team, and off we go. We never went, but it's all good. It's so much fun. It's always for, for a great cause, and... Um, just, just good stuff. And that's on the Eldorado as well. Um, I love the food on the Eldorado. The very, very spacious galley, that's the other thing. And the bathrooms are excellent. I mean, the bathrooms are so female-friendly. they got you know, a big glass mirror and um, sinks. Yeah, I saw you put your makeup on last time we were in there. I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm telling <laughs> you. Okay, got to put the powder on. No, but it's important to, to, to girls like my wife, Rhonda. Right. Rhonda likes that. She goes, I She goes, I feel kind of weird. You get out of the bunk and, you know, it's like they're, they always wear makeup and they got to take it off because if you don't, it kicks on and it, it can hurt their skin. So, so yeah, I mean. For for the stuff they gotta do, man, it's good. You know me. If we're moving, I just whip it on the side and see you. You know, we're good to go. But for for girls, it's a little bit different. So, yeah, that's I I know I said that. <laughs> I, I didn't get that one, but uh, I, I think okay. Ron did. All right, Steve. So we the El Dorado is definitely a, a flagship. We love it, and uh, we'll do a day and a half on that one. We'll do some overnights on that one. But you also have the other boats too, right? Steve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
6: I'm sorry. I, I, I'm getting bad service or something here, guys.
4: Sorry okay. about that.
6: Um, what I'd like to mention, guys, even though they did fish San Nick yesterday, we are on island freelance schedule, which means Captain Jeff can fish uh, in any of those outer islands, Santa Barbara, San Clemente, San Nick. Um, they do depart every night at 8.30 p.m. Uh, you've got to book through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. And I'd also like to mention for you guys just tuning in, uh, you guys still have a few spots left on your trip t- uh,
2: tomorrow night, correct? yes. Yes, we do. And it's like, so if you can, if there's anybody that wants to go through you, go ahead. Um, it was a last-minute cancellation. We were sold out for, uh, for weeks and then last-minute cancellation. So, yeah, we got two spots.
6: All right, one more thing I'd like to mention uh, about the Eldorado before I get into the victory. Uh, we are looking for a deckhand, guys. So uh, if you if you are interested in decking on the Eldorado, just give the landing a call, 562-432-8993. And, uh, you know, give us your information.
2: Okay, you got it. All right, let's move on to the victory.
6: Yeah, he's been uh, Captain Phil and George, both of them fishing local. They're still concentrating on the local waters and targeting the rockfish, sheephead, whitefish, sculpin. It's been really, really, really good fishing, limit style fishing. Uh, we're just kind of waiting for that frontside Catalina bite to to really turn on because we are you know we are pretty far back in the harbor we very 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 rarely go on the backside. but uh once that front side bite turns on uh they might start heading across but i know they're starting to catch a few uh calico bass fishing's picking up uh catching some barracuda bonita a few yellowtail so pretty soon they'll uh they'll they'll probably be heading across um they leave every day at 6 a.m return about 4 p.m and uh also book through the website for that longbeachsportfishing.com click book online any questions guys uh or if you're having any issues with the website, give us a call,
2: 562-432-8993. All right. Um, See how good he's now. I know. Remember, he used to be all you know, freaked out and afraid. I know, and man. I, I'm still freaked out. I'm just hiding it a little bit better. <laughs> Professionalism there. No, no. It sounds, it's, listen, let me give you the feedback. It sounds amazing. sounds good. Yeah. Um, solid. That's solid. And that, that, that's what we want. Solid. Okay. Very well, thanks good. Thanks, guys. I, I appreciate that. Okay so
9: you know i look forward to seeing you tomorrow night night. i look forward to seeing tomorrow night and i will send you a copy of the
2: manifest so okay perfect i would appreciate that uh i'll see you guys tomorrow you got it my brother we'll see you tomorrow night have a good day guys all right so that's it if you again if uh you want to get on that trip i can't believe we have been sold out for weeks last minute two spot cancellation so uh get on the ball okay what's the phone number ron
9: 714 969-9750. Okay, and if
2: not, just... uh, You can actually go to our website, anglerchronicles.com, look at the trip, um, the AC schools, okay? And then just go down to that trip, and you'll see the phone number, too, in case you didn't get it now. And if not, you'll see it on Facebook. I usually post it. Look for that poster. It's up there, and you can get all the information, price, times, the whole bit. So that's going to be... A fantastic trip. Yes, Mr. Ben Seacrest.
5: Well, I just wanted to throw one thing out here. Something happened with uh, probably the last week or so. My buddy Dwayne Diego, he actually got um, spined by a rockfish. Ooh. And I don't know how many people are like really familiar with just <coughs> being able to handle those things. It's cool to have the deckhands handle them. But I'm telling you he got staff and he had some other things that happened in the fish poisoning I had another friend that I, I've had several people that I know that one of them mr. Parrish he got hit one time and had the red thing going up his arm be very careful with the rock fishing and there's been a lot of different like uh, uh, I don't I can't know if I don't know if it's a germ or organism or what but those guys have been like Dwayne was in the hospital for three days This is, I'm not going to say it's rare lately, it's been more so, I've heard about this more this year than I've heard
9: any year with
5: people getting it.
9: Do you think that might be because of the depth? It could be because
5: of the depth, because you know what, they found that these rockfish that were, he was fishing like 300 down by the Coronados, that was the source of this bacteria, and I am telling you, if you saw his hands, you would really trip on it. Let me
2: tell you something I learned fishing British Columbia. Fishing with actually one of my guide was actually a Haida Gwaii, uh from the Haida Gwaii tribe, okay. And so he goes, and we actually put it on, on television. It we're talking about the yellow eye rockfish, yeah, okay. Those spines people don't realize they're, they're extremely sharp, well, right. e- even even bass have them well, the, sharp. well, but these are brutal, okay, especially when they're bigger fish, okay. And he said that. They're poisonous, but the serum... Is urine? No. It's in It's in the eye of the yellow eye. Really? Okay, so you pop the eye, and then the liquid is used. Steve, have you heard that before? I'm dumbfounded. i got to say, I have never heard
6: that. I have, no, never, heard that ooh, before I have never heard that before. You I have never heard that. But I should bring up, cause, because Ben brought up a popular myth, uh, about the urine. The urine is for jellyfish stings, <laughs> not not uh, fish stings, not sculpin, not rockfish, etc. That's that's for jellyfish stings. Although, and I, and I haven't been to a lifeguard house lately. Um, what they, you know, the old time uh, remedy for jellyfish stings that really does work. And it's and It's all about chemicals. Is a product you buy at the supermarket, Adolph's Meat Tenderizer. It's
8: oh, wow. basically,
6: it's basically a, a papaya extract, and uh, that just neutralizes the je- jellyfish thing, but it doesn't do anything to sculpin's things. For that, the, the remedy is just
2: Dying. good
6: hot water. Hot, hot water. water. Yeah, hot
2: water. Okay, listen, I can hear the music. I'm going to take a short break here. And uh, let me, Leilani, is, is that Rick Scott instead of Johnny B? Oh, okay. You got it. Okay. We had a Johnny B last last week. It was actually Rick. All right, folks. We're going to take a short break. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll be right back.
0: Radio. AM
10: 830.
9: Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado, And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit Teresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and
1: always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels
8: Radio.
0: AM
2: 30 Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AM 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And let me go to John here and let me see. Good morning, good morning, John. Good morning, Serge, and the rest of the fellas there. How is everybody today? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, this is... This is this is my Armenian friend. That's right. That's right. Yeah,
6: yeah. no, I'm just out here at the mill work T- and T- thought I'd call and see how everybody's doing.
2: Very good. How you been, John? Uh, great. Ready to get back on the water. That's what I am. Yeah, it's, it's time. It's time. The fish are biting, my Still friend. waiting for you to call me.
6: Yeah, I just, we, uh, we, for some reason, our uh, steel mill has been going crazy. So business is booming. Uh, we're doing great, but fishing is calling, and I need to because if I don't get much salt water on me soon, I'm going to dry up and shrivel up and blow away.
2: Well, that does happen. That does happen. All right, well, listen, I'm glad you're doing well. Um, and hopefully, like I say, hopefully, we'll see you on a boat pretty, pretty soon here. Absolutely, and
6: uh, to all the Anglerettes that are moms and stuff out there, happy Mother's Day this weekend, and all you
2: guys, be careful, and much love out to everybody. All right, yeah, got it. Thank you. Thanks, John. No problem, Serge. Bye. All right. All right, you know what? Uh, we, I don't know how we got back into rockfish, but I really want to talk about tuna. <laughs> Here's the biggest complaint uh, that I've gotten, and uh, you kind of touched on it when you talked about line class. Uh, people are not prepared. They're still not prepared. Um, I constantly see the crews, when they, they put a, post their pictures of the trip, and they're hammering the same thing over and over and over, come prepared. And, and I'm glad what you said. You start with a heavier line, okay? These are not small fish. You know, they're 30 to 60 pounders, or some of them are in the 80s. Um, they will pull they, they'll break 25 and uh, unless you want to be that guy that Goes around the boat seven times about an hour and then busts off. That's up to you But I'd rather go You know half that time and put the fish on the boat, you know, even if it's the same amount of time put that fish in the boat so hooks line um, make sure you got the right sinkers the right setups the biggest complaint that I see from captains is The setups are not good. Everybody's going too light. you got to go a little heavier on this. So um, what would you recommend as far as reels, Ben?
5: To me, minimum like that 500 with uh, 50 or 65. I like 65 on that. And then, again, start with 40 or 50-pound fluorocarbon. Wouldn't the 600 be more ideal? You know, it would because of the diameter of it. But a lot of times people can't cast baits with it. So, the smaller diameter, those guys, a lot of that they can handle the tackle a little bit better. The 600's a great reel, 600 narrow is the one you want. Or if you're talking about it, it, would be that um, fathom, I think it's a fathom 25 yeah, or yes, yeah, fathom Steve, 30 or something. so. Which one,
2: which one would be the pen equivalent?
6: Well, if you're fishing 30 and 40 pound top shots, then it bends exactly right. The 25 narrow, the fathom 25 narrow two speed. Uh, as the tuna get bigger, and you go to 50 or 60 or even 80 pound top shot, just the standard unit that uh, a large number of both the long range boats and the landings uh, uses their loaners and rentals is the Fathom 40 narrow. That yeah. one you fill up with 80 pound braid, about three quarters away, maybe a little more, and then you change the top shot based on what's going on that day. What somebody used last week, uh, as a t- last week they're using 80 pound top shots. This week, you might have to use 50. Um, that's Top shots are quick and easy to change. And if you, if you don't know how to do it, every single deckhand and most experienced anglers know how to do it, they'll be happy to help you out and, and get you up to
2: date. Yeah, but the most important thing is like, what we're saying is you need to be prepared. You get one shot at it. It's not that cheap really to go on a boat. You might as well bring some fish home. you so, need is.
6: A... Let, me, let me throw yeah. one other thing out there. I, I hear this a lot. I hear the you know the quote. I'm not planning to catch anything big. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you can't hand out a questionnaire to the fish before he bites your line. Oh nope nope. You're too big. Don't bite. Right. And up until five years ago, we've talked about this a lot. Up until five years ago, on on relatively short trips, you know, you weren't going to catch anything super big. You know, maybe if you were lucky, a twenty pounder and. If you got a 50-pounder, it might have been the biggest one of the year or even your life in local waters. These days, uh, just about any time you're more than 20, 25 miles out, there's going to be 100-pounders there. And, and for the last several years straight, hasn't happened much yet, but we're early in the season, even the local boats, 30, 35 miles out, have a chance at 200-pounders. Mm-hmm. That never used to be possible. It used to be, you know, a pipe dream. And now it's likely, and, and you've also hit on something, Sergio, you don't want to be the guy that, that hooks up one of those 150-pounders on your 25-pound on your rig. You fight it for a while. You really have no chance catching it in the first place. And probably worse, you hang everybody else up while they stare at you. They don't get to fish.
2: Oh, and well, let me tell you something. If, you, if we can't move the boat, for 45 minutes, because you're the guy on, on the fish, and then you lose it. Line clippets. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute,
6: I, I have to ask Ron a, a serious question. This is for Ron, okay? What happens if Sergio is that guy?
2: I'm not, I... I, I
9: we send him back to bed? Here,
2: he, 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 here's the key. It's all, in all the years, it happened one time, mm-hmm. one time, yeah. on a big huge yellow tail. I know, because I, I actually got the fish and we were fishing, the yellows were like 10 10 to 15 pound test, I mean 10 to 15 pound yellows and I threw out a bait and this one ended up, it was on the Ocean Odyssey with Rick Scott and I think this thing must have been tipping near. I didn't weigh it, I I get it, but close to 30 on the bass rod and light line, it was got a lot of fun, but I did have to play it a little bit and we we did wait, but we got them and and that's the case. But my point, if you get the fish, it's really cool, but you don't get the fish, it's like, Okay, now mm-hmm. you really wasted my time. Yeah. Okay, you know, so that's not well, cool. But, but the point is, is going back to it, you got to be prepared. Right. That's the thing. And, and like Ben said, you know, when you guys were out in the dark, it's no so darker. You know, you put, when it's dark, they can't see it anyway. So go with the 50, go with the 60 pound. You know, I remember days even with the albacore back in the day, Don Bronkman, owner of Davies Locker and um, Freelance. I mean, we used to go fishing with him, and he had his six, his, uh, four-odd with 60-pound, and we're all, you know, being ginger, we had mono only, you know, we're using, like, 20 to 30 trying to get bit. He'd throw out the 60, grab an albacore, pop it on the boat, and I used to go, well, how come he gets bit, he, and this is the key. He always said, it's ba- It's your bait. Yeah. He says, no. at, the, at the end of the day, and you know who told me this, too, is Mark Agashi. he says, at the end of the day, a fish looks... Sees the bait, and he doesn't. He doesn't say, "Oh, look! Look at all that line! Oh, no, look no. at the hook!" He reacts to the bait. He reacts to the bait. So if the bait is swimming, you know we always say, "Make sure your bait's swimming." If it, you don't feel it swimming, bring it back. Grab another one. If it swims back to the boat, grab another one. I, the, the biggest mistake I see, they always want to throw the same bait back.
5: No, but the the weirdest thing that you say is, is I don't think I've ever spoke about this, but in the old days, he used to fish on the producer with Ray Soviak. Mm-hmm. and he had straight 80 on a big reel this is a long long time ago and these blue fins came to the boat it was back in the era of i was on also on a a 105 and had a blue fin stop where we got 100 pounders ray soviak went to the back of the boat with straight 80 and i'm sitting there thinking there's no way he's going to get bit picked the right bait made a cast didn't get bit had the guys throw chum made another cast and he hooked a hundred pounder and caught it on straight 80. And I just looked at him, and I go, how in the hell could you do something like that? He goes, if you plan on catching him, you must use the right stuff. But what he did is he used all the bait as it hit the water and,
2: and the right bait for him, and he got bit. Yeah, and I know we've talked a lot about belly hook and butt hook and nose hook. Uh, I love the fact that um, Steve put out a little poster there. You can see where the the hook actually goes on the bait. Um at the end of the day, it's all about presentation. That's why I always Sergio, say, "Yeah, Sergio."
6: Let, let Let me hit something that that you also hear a lot from people because a lot of people, either they grew up fishing in freshwater, or they even still mostly fish in freshwater. Whether they're from California or especially from, you know, more inland states, they're used to reading in the stories and and out there on the water that the game, you know, freshwater game fish they want a wounded bait or a bleeding bait or a dying bait. Okay, that's what they're used to. So in their mind, that, that's that's the thing to do. Open ocean fish are different. They basically, their lifestyle is chasing something down at full speed and eating it. And so if it's not moving at full speed, they're not that interested in it. And so you kind of have to make the separation between, you know, a crappie or a bass or Something else where you're using, you know, a minnow, and you might put that minnow on the hook under a bobber and leave it out there for three hours. It's barely swimming around. And in freshwater, that's actually a good thing. In water, a very bad thing.
2: Right. So it's all, again, uh, I think, you know, thinking about this is preparedness. What, what's your seven Ps again? Seven Ps now? No, six.
5: Prior planning prevents piss-poor performance. That's it. Perfect. That's
2: it. That's and I, it. And P for perfect. Now, yeah. Um, yeah, be prepared. Be prepared in uh, in these schools. I mean, I'm glad where we talked about. Yeah, we're not going to get too on the Oceano, on the um, excuse me on the El Dorado, okay. But you still need to be prepared. You know, you you want to make sure you. Th- if you have um, a level wind, this is the perfect time to bring a level wind for rock fishing. Okay, Steve, you sent me that uh, level wind. That pen is it a forty or thirty? Uh, I
6: think, you, I, I, as I recall, you have the 400 uh, fathom. No, no, but no, 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 no.
2: Before that, before that, I got a. Oh,
6: a, oh, oh, yeah. You mean you mean a couple years ago? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what you got. I think you got a 20, a 20 level line fathom. I'm pretty sure that's what it was.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I put, um, I think it was 50 pound, and I used uh, Spectra with in red because you know red disappears faster, right? See, it see.
6: disappears as red. It doesn't disappear. That's that's yeah. another myth. Yes, it's true that, that the, the water filters out the red light. Whoa, 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 it is whoa, 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 whoa red, Have you?
2: It's not ha, invisible. It ha, have, you, have you? Have been down to three hundred feet and looked at my red light? Hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have. And the, oh, okay. Because here, here, <laughs> here's the the thought people don't realize. You know, we get this from cameras, right? But cameras don't see the same as the as a human eye. We think they do, but it doesn't, especially when it's down there. Things happen down there. But anyway I put. Who's we, Sergio? Sergio, do you have a mouse in your pocket? Who's we? Oh, he definitely
5: does. I'm sure. Oh my goodness, <laughs> more like a rat.
2: <laughs> anyway, let me let me just. Let me, you guys, why do you do this to me? Okay, so let me let me, let me go back. So a level wine is a good 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 rod and reel. Ron, you've got one. You have a what do you? Have? I use
9: I I have the two Saltists, I have the twenty and forty, and that's right. what I use for rock fishing. That's because you know I line guide. Yeah, totally I love this. a white.
5: Yeah, he Hello. has that Sleeping Beauty Zepco that he uses a lot
2: too. <laughs> no, yeah. that's uh, Barbie. Hey, it's caught fish. That's Barbie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me. So uh, back to the tuna. Be prepared. Uh, you really should have. Uh, now, we're saying go heavy, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a light. But outfit.
5: the other thing is, you know, you talk, we're talking a little bit about bait. I was told and I heard a couple times that they're catching more fish on the jigs. Not anymore. Yeah,
2: that's, well, that last it, it, well, week they were catching
5: I, I, him. Think, I, I don't I think, ever say that because, you right, know what, you what? never know.
2: I, I, I got a guy that just came back from a trip, and he got two of them. Uh, no, he had two, and there wasn't a lot on the boat, a lot of, a lot of casualties. But the, the, the biggest bites were coming on the live bait with a torpedo sinker. Yeah, these guys yeah, last,
5: again, remember, it's all different schools, mm-hmm. right? But the only tell I'm telling you is that, don't go thinking, you know, because we're saying it's live bait. Be, have everything with you. Guys were using a glow SK in the dark, jigs, A
2: glow in the dark, flat fall type. Or, or. SKs were getting a bit
5: better last week than anything else, is what the guys were saying. So I was just like listening and going, okay, I don't even know what an SK is. It's a diode jig of some sort, but I'm sure there's other ones like that. I'm just saying the guys that I was talking to last week were catching more fish on the jigs than they were on bait. Okay.
9: Um, a question you know i see a lot of people lately hooking the fish in the fin or the back what do you think about that
2: you mean uh, on top there in the back Yeah, on the back well that that is a style
9: yeah because mostly the east coast correct well, you but know what? That, what, do you, what do you think of it? I, I, mean,
5: I, I think it's a great idea because any time that you're barely, barely hooking the fish and a fish will come up and eat that bait, more right. there's less stuff that comes you know right what, on out.
2: You know why we like a nose on a sardine? I like the nose because there's that little cavity right there. And if you do it right, you'll feel a little pop. You know when it goes, you hit the right cavity. What, what happens is you're not hurting the fish at all. Right. So he's got total movement. Anywhere else you place that hook, you run the risk of uh, weakening the bait. Not everywhere, not everywhere. So I, I would tell everybody go to Friends of Angler Chronicles, look at the poster that Steve uh, put up, and it'll show you the correct place to actually put the hook. Because I've seen. Sir, Joe,
6: oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add one more because there's one that isn't on there, and you guys just brought it up, and it reminded me that I had to look for it. And that is what what you were just describing—shoulder hooking, mm-hmm. which is just visualize hooking the bait, a sardine, in the nape of the neck. If a fish had a neck, <laughs> that's where you'd be doing it. But but the deckhands or the captains will say shoulder hook your bait. That's what they mean. I'm going to put that picture up.
2: Okay. And, just picture. And, and also remember, every bait, every type of bait fish is different. So you know uh, a mackerel is different i mean you can use the same techniques for a mackerel than you use for an, an- for a sardine but be careful anchovy has started to show up i had anchovy again on uh, on yes. tuesday when i picked up some bait so did we yeah and um and anchovy's different mm-hmm. okay so every bait is different in fact my favorite for an anchovy's probably I'd be the the little in the gill on the right behind oh, you open yeah. the gill just just a little piece right there They they flutter different, you know. They 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 swim in circles, so it's good. All right. Anyway, I hear the music. Take a short break. Angels Radio, AM eight thirty, KLA. We'll be right back.
9: for something to do today come check out what's new at michael's sports pub and grill michael's was voted orange county's best sports bar whether it's sports drinks games or food michael's has something for everybody and don't forget the wings that michael is famous for michael's sports pub and grill 15192 golden west street westminster california just south of the 405 freeway michael's sports pub and grill
2: Nobody, nobody's singing? Everybody, Everybody's, everybody's head-banging in here. Who is it? Who's this? Who's this? Uh, uh, Robert Plant. No. <laughs> no. How about Steve Carson? You want to take a guess at this one? Uh, I don't know, actually.
3: Def Leppard. Def
2: Leppard. I actually went to see him in concert. I before. love
3: this song.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, again, it's good memories. Back to probably the 80s, 90s, uh, big hair, what was that, what are these called, glamour rock?
9: Glamour? Glamour? (laughs) No, they
2: used to call it glamour rock because everybody had uh, makeup and big hair, hair, all the rock bands. Hair metal, it was called hair metal. Or hair metal, I heard glamour rock somewhere. <laughs> okay. That okay. So maybe
6: it's it. yeah, what... <laughs> is earlier. That's uh that's like the New York doll. Oh, ah, okay, got it.
2: Okay. All right, anyway, uh let's get back to fishing. Um, Ron, we were talking about hook size. That was you know, in the break we do we keep talking and um that's a good question to bring up. Okay? Uh so well, go ahead. Well, you know, I like I like
9: I was telling you. I remember it really wasn't so much this last year, but the year before, it was a number 4 hook or you didn't get bit and everybody's worried about the size of the hook trust me we were landing 30 40 50 60 even 80 pounders on a number four hook now yeah you're probably going to break something off if it gets much bigger than that but you know you use the size of hook that's good for the bait to to um you know give that natural swim and that's why I believe in ring hooks as well I believe that the ring hook really uh adds to the helping the fish move more natural
5: the other thing to think about is every manufacturer has a different size four hook.
9: Right. So you're people right. You're go, oh, I got
5: number four is this. Right. And look at Mustads. The Mustad fours are real small, and they're a different size than the owners than the, the Gamagatsu. So you got to right. really figure out what size hooks you're looking at. But
2: The shank, uh, the shank is different, too. So right. um, just any toothy critter, I highly recommend the long shank-type hook. Okay, that way they, they bite down on the hook, not on your line. Very good. I do have to make this. I got I got an urgent email here and said uh, from Michael. He says uh, make sure to tell people that yellow are yellow eye are no take in California. You're absolutely right, Michael. And um, I, the yellow eye was I was talking about was up in British Columbia. Even though I think they they they, they you can't get any more. You can't keep any more yellow eye in British, British Columbia. You can only just keep one a year. I think in, one Alaska, a year. in Alaska. In Alaska. Yeah, but British Columbia is Canada. They they, they changed it to no take. But you're absolutely right, no take on that. And you know what? You're going to see more and more yellow eye cod as we go deeper in the 600 round, uh, pound. So it's um, another pound, 600 feet. Uh, my uh, have a descending device. Um, I'm going to highly recommend that descending devices are not expensive. Uh, you, everybody should have one. Well, you
9: know, back in the old days, they used to take a, a milk crate or something and, and turn it upside down, put the weights on it, and send it down like that. I'll never forget. I saw that on a boat. Uh, they yeah. just put a bunch of them in there, and you can send more than one down there at a time. Um, I, it, it's a must. I mean, I, I it really breaks my heart to see these fish floating on the surface. because they.
2: I think, I, I think the survival rate is up in the 80s and 90%, right. so it's worth it. All right, then let's get back to the tuna thing. If Listen, if you're going to go out and you're going to spend the money and the time, make sure you have the right gear. If you don't have the right gear, most of the landings you can rent it, but please don't go unprepared. It's the best way of having an unpleasant trip, best way to really get the crew upset at you and other anglers as well. Because once you get hooked, and these fish are bigger... You got a crew member at your side more than likely, and and they're fighting and they're trying to get you to get hooked up, and then to let them down—that's not cool, right? You agree with that? Yeah. Well, okay.
9: One other thing is too, guys, fill your reels up. I, it, we get so many people showing up, and there's bigger fish, and they got a half full spool. Doesn't make sense.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah. Not one I'm. Uh, yeah. You're right. It has to be. Be prepared. Be prepared. Like I just looked at my. I was looking at my line, my spectra, and it's bad. The, yeah. the spots where it's beginning to unravel, it's time. You know I mean? what's the, It's probably good for about a year to two years, maybe three, they say. Well, you can turn it over, too. Turn it, you it over. Real, turn it over, you know, yeah. Turn ben says that all the time. But turn uh, it over. always remember, 300 yards is three football fields. If you want to fight a 50-pound fish, three football fields away. I will go back to my bunk and sleep <laughs> and watch you, okay? So I think the heavier line helps avoid avoid that. I'll always start heavier. We always just start heavy. You know, we, we, In the old days, you start 60, 40, 20. Those were the way, or 40, 30, 20, okay? But in those days, we also had 12 and 10 and 8-pound tests. As crazy as that may seem, for the albacore, I remember fishing them with 10-pound and 12-pound because it was kind of hard to uh, launch a little sardine. You, you really had to go down and we didn't have the technology we had now. Pure mono, okay, and uh, everything was heavy. So you had to go light and just hold on and hopefully you catch the fish. But today things is different. It's, everything's different. You got technology it's come a long way. Reels, rods, line, I mean, everything is different. But if you're not prepared, You're still gonna lose them, all right. A lot of tools we have now. Think about it. Look at all the tools. I mean, you're in the in the real manufacturing business. Yeah. Uh, The
5: thing that I mean, everybody everybody is like they have their own way of doing things. I mean, for me doing a lot of video work over the past couple years, man, I hear people's opinions all the time, and you have keyboard warriors that you know they fish on their keyboards, and I'm not being rude, but there are some rude people to us, Mm -hmm. and then you know everybody there's just remember there's if you watch fishing is continually evolving what you're saying but what i see is i don't see that people sometimes evolve with the fishing and i'm not like one thing that it, it really it's it's something i watch now it's like nothing it's for me i don't like top shots right but i listen to the guys talk to me about top shots and remember if you're gonna put monofilament on the top monofilament will also get a curl to it and when you go to cast a light bait live bait and your line's got kinks into it it's very difficult to cast a small bait through the guides because the mono is going to continue the loops are going to hit the guides up. there's going to be friction so if you're doing that stuff put the line out behind the boat straighten your line up if you can put the line back on but it's got me to the point where and i think you too sergio we fish the small trace leaders so so our leaders we don't cast any knots so it's something that if you learn to adjust your reel right you can cast the braid just as easy or you can cast it better than anything else and the other thing is by not casting any knots it's getting away from any friction in the line going through the the guides i will tell you this there are knots out there that um with really light line there some of them are hard to to, to tie that's the pinyon knots are good knot. the royal knot the royal players knots is a good knot but when you get to that point when you're fishing 30 and 40 and they're biting 30 and 40 it's that that fg knot is an excellent knot and i tied it the other day and i was fishing yellows with that with 30 it it does it's like no, it it's goes very, right but, on through if you're going to fish a little knot. bit longer you yeah. know
2: leaders you know at the end of the day is this you know and i'm glad you mentioned it because um we, we've talked about it, even between us we're not quote-unquote expert we're not the guru we, you just got between Steve and yeah we there talk, it, remember we, we just we're said are just we're just, we're just we there's just, no experts no we just like to fish yeah. we've done a lot of it we've done it in different places in the world um, then on top of that you get a Ben and a Steve that have experience in, in the manufacturing and in the in in the big Company businesses, you know, I mean, you were Shimano, AFCO, now Accurate, Steve, his pen, and I mean, it it just goes on and on. So you just amass a lot of information. That's all we try to share. But what I think what makes a better fisherman is the one that you know gets on a boat and she's not getting bit, takes off the blinders. You know how horses you put blinders on? Gotta take off the blinders. And if you're the one that doesn't want to ask, you're the one that's not going to be a very good fisherman. I'll tell you that because. Every fish, every fight, you learn something. Okay, and what you've learned, you can apply to make sure that you catch fish. There are times where a little—we were talking about a size, a size four hook on a sardine. Okay, that—that's almost unheard of. Okay, but that's what it takes to get big. But when we
5: fished anchovies in the old days, we used the oh, yeah, little hooks we'll
2: all the time with the anchovies. So at the end of the day, take your time, be prepared. Go out there and slay them that way. You know, you slay <laughs> them. But you got to have the right gear, right attitude. What do you say? you
9: Steve's famous PFA.
2: Positive fishing attitude. And above all things, as we go, remain humble. But most importantly, be kind to one another. Happy Mother's Day to all of you out there, and happy Nurses Day yesterday. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country.
2: We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.